You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Praise, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The base for our sermon this morning comes to us the book of Galatians, the fourth chapter, picking up in verse 4, reading through verse 7. Where St. Paul wrote, Now when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth a son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons... God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, saying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then heir through God. Time. What is time? The dictionary defines it this way. It's an interval or period between two events or the period during which something happens. And we measure time in seconds, minutes, hours, years, and so forth. But then the dictionary goes on to add, time capsule, time consuming, time deposit, time discount, time exposure, time honored, time immemorial, time keeper, time lapse, Timeless, time limit, time loan, time lock, timely, time out, time peace, timer, time saving, time server, time sharing, time sheet, time signature, time study, time table, time tested, time warp, time work. Time-worn, and last but not least, time zone. And we worry, don't we, about whether there will be enough time. And just as this year is coming to an end in a couple of days, so our time on earth comes to an end, doesn't it? How much time do you have left? Now, none of us knows, of course, But whether it be by death or by Jesus' return, our time is limited. And as we ponder this, we Christians have an opportunity to share our faith in Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all time. The Bible calls him the first and the last, beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. He is the one who holds all time in his hands. And that's because time itself was created by God. And so each of us were created by God in time. Indeed, we cannot think without thinking about time. And the thing about time is it moves in one direction, doesn't it? We can't go back. It goes forward whether we're ready for it or not. That's God's doing too. An email from my brother-in-law contained this line that said, Today is the oldest you've ever been, yet the youngest you'll ever be. Time. As the Bible talks about it, 
there's actually two different kinds of time. Of course, there's a period that's measured by hours and days and years and months and so forth. But there's also, and this is more important in God's way of thinking, the time that is now. That now is just the right time for what God intends to do. In a sense, we could say that's the sense in which Ecclesiastes 3 is written. In the opening verse in Ecclesiastes 3, you may recall, goes, For everything there is a season, a time for every matter under heaven. A proper time. A right time. And we're not always in control of that. But we need to recognize what the right time is. The psalmist says, my times are in your hand. Think about what goes into <clears throat> preparing for a special time for your family. You mark the date, and you maybe put it down on your calendar. You make all the preparations. And then suddenly, now's the time. And children have a particular hard time with this. It seems, isn't it, that they always feel that they're waiting, waiting for Christmas, waiting for the grandparents to come, waiting for their birthday, waiting for their driver's license. And then, ready or not, it's now. Now is the time. And that's the sense in which Paul wrote that text in Galatians. Again, it says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of a son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. The key phrase there is, when the fullness of time had come. In other words, when God knew everything was ready. When God had finished all that he was going to do to prepare, then God sent his son into our time. And notice how God is like us. He has a birthday, which we just celebrated. He was born to be one of us. He is fully human. He was under the law for us in order to redeem us, to make us his own. Paul describes it in terms of family. That because God did everything for us and for our salvation in Jesus, now we who believe in him are adopted into the family. As a result of our adoption into the family, we possess the inheritance. We have the spirit of a son in our hearts. We can call God our Father, and there's stirred, stored up for us an inheritance for all eternity. As God talks about it, this blessing is something we have even now. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 6, We appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain, for he says, In a favorable time I listened to you, 
and the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. You know, that, war that is both a warning and a blessing. It's a warning if you're putting off for some future time anything that has to do with your relationship with God. For example, saying to yourself, well, sometime later I'll get around to studying the Word. Or I can repent later. Or I can apologize to Him later. I can always believe more later. No, now is the time. You don't know how much time you have left on this earth. Now, many of us here probably know of someone who died suddenly, unexpectedly. When you heard the news, you were in shock. Maybe you said to yourself, well, I just talked to them last night or yesterday or a couple days ago. That's why Scripture says, now is a favorable time. Don't put it off. But when you're sorry for your sins, when you do repent, when you do come to the Lord in prayer, when you hear his word and trust in him and worship him and desire to serve him, here is the blessing. God does not put you off ever. He's there for you right now. Everything God has done for you, he brings to you now in the word, in his body and blood. God doesn't wait and say, well, I think I'm just going to make him wonder whether or not I love him. No, God comes now. God comes in Jesus with all of his promises. And here's where the concept that God is the creator of time is also a blessing and comfort for us. You see, everything God has done for our salvation is done. It's finished. We just said it in the creed. Second article, we call it the second article. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ. But then you went on to say, was incarnate, was made man, was crucified, suffered, was buried, rose again, ascended. Did you notice all those things are past? They're done. They're finished. Remember that God is a creator of time. Remember also that time goes on only one way forward. And I'm thankful that we can't go back in time. You see, the devil would love to go back, wouldn't he? He'd love to go back and change the cross and, and the resurrection of Jesus. He'd love to convince you and me that it really didn't happen, that it wasn't for us. But he can't do that. 
Because it's done. It's finished in Jesus. And God brings all of that to us now. And that, is, by the way, is how we can go into the future with confidence. Calling God our Father, knowing Jesus as our brother, living by the power of the Holy Spirit, members of the family, confident of our inheritance. And of course, we know we're not there yet. We still live in this world, don't we? This world of sin and death. We do not yet fully enjoy the eternal life that Jesus gives us. But it's sure and it's certain. And the reason it's sure and certain is because it rests on the promises of Christ. It rests on what Jesus has done. God looks at you and sees you in Jesus already there. The world with all of its glory and time, with all of its worries, is going to pass away. Peter says in his first epistle, all flesh is like grass, its glory like the flower, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers and the flower falls but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. The word that gives you eternal life. So where does that leave us? Where does that leave us now as we're only a, a couple days away from the close of 2019? But God has given you time, and God has given you eternity. Now is the time to believe. Now is the time to live for God, as God's man, as God's woman, right where God has placed you. God's time is now. Now is the time because Jesus has done it all. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpass all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.